Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, March 7th, 5.31 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures up a quarter cent at 6.37 and a quarter. May soybeans down one and a quarter at 15.28 last trade. May Chicago wheat up one and three quarters at 6.97. May Kansas City wheat up four and a quarter at 8.02 and a half. May spring wheat up a quarter cent at 8.63. We're going to start off with the soybean meal market here this morning. The meal market posted some fresh highs just yesterday. The chart on my screen is the May 23 contract, a nearby meal contract. If you guys are listening and not watching, big spike up into fresh highs yesterday. The meal market is probably a good way to gauge the trade's attitude regarding crop prospects in Argentina. The meal rally really began to gather momentum in early December when crop problems in Argentina became apparent. Argentina is typically the world's top exporter of soybean meal, and they've got big-time crop problems as we've discussed at length. According to the most recent CFTC Commitment of Traders report, large money managers or the funds were near record long in the soybean uh, meal market back in early February, and they're probably record long or very close to it here this morning. Uh, so your nearby May meal contract finished at 4.93 yesterday. Um, the the record high for meal was uh, back in 2012, and it was around 5.54. So it would not take much to get meal back to uh, all-time highs or close to it. The old-timers back in Chicago would say a meal rally is a real rally. And what that means is that uh, soy rallies led by the meal market should probably be respected. When you crush a bushel of soybeans, the, the crush yields about only 11 pounds of soybean oil, but 44 pounds of meal. So the meal is the bigger component here. Uh, the flip side to this is that we've got this big crush expansion in the United States. I've done a ton of uh, work on this in my premium videos uh, the last uh, few months. But uh, a lot of people would argue that you know this big crush expansion, the, the issue with it is that you're going to eventually end up with a big glut of soybean meal in this country. Uh, they're crushing more beans because they want the bean oil. But uh, the, the uh, result or one of the issues could be the meal. What do we do with it? We're going to have a lot more of it to go around. So big picture, you know, long term here in the United States, uh, you have actually you actually have probably kind of a bearish story when it comes to the meal market. But short term, that that doesn't matter. Uh, the meal is really strong because of this situation in Argentina. Hey guys, if you have fear of missing out when it comes to your grain marketing, I talked about the courage call strategy in yesterday's premium video. I send a new premium video out to my subscribers every single business day. This is not something that I advocate necessarily, but I wanted to explain it because I have seen it work wonders in the past in some situations uh, when it comes to grain marketing. If you guys want to see this video, fear of missing out. Courage Calls Explained. Uh, sign up for the premium deal today. Go to standardgrain.com. 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee. No other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, guys. Some states released winter wheat ratings yesterday. Texas noted that corn planting was 20% complete, uh, up from five last week. So there is some corn planting going on in the south. Uh, the Kansas wheat crop is rated only 17% good to excellent and 53% poor to very poor. Oklahoma, 39% good to excellent and 40% poor to very poor. Texas is 19% good to excellent and 50% poor to very poor. And of course, the issue is this ongoing drought in those areas. Texas, Western and Central Oklahoma, a whole bunch of Kansas, a whole bunch of Colorado, uh, this uh, southwest corner of Nebraska, very much drought stricken. Now, the wheat market, of course, has been awfully weak and the price action has been terrible. 
trade uh, very clearly not interested in the U.S. crop problems. The trade is more interested in uh, global wheat pricing. The fact that U.S. wheat is just not competitive. USDA will release its monthly crop production in WASDE report tomorrow morning. Uh, traders expect lower Argentina crop estimates versus last month, and this will probably be the most closely watched item. I just don't think this is going to be a market mover. I think the trade has already been has already been made well aware of the private estimates out there. The idea that this Argentina bean crop could be 30 million metric tons or lower, where where the average trade guess here for the report is 36.7, which would be down from 41 previously. So I think the trade has already discounted this Argentina stuff uh, to an even greater degree than probably what USDA will tomorrow. Um, on the US balance sheets, Look at the demand stuff. You could see some lower demand projections for corn in particular. Uh, exports and ethanol have some issues. Uh, that report will be out tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. U.S. corn shipments improved last week. USDA reported that 35 million bushels of U.S. corn were inspected for export during the week ending March 2nd, I believe. That print was up sharply on the week, up 39% on the week, but down 43% versus the same week last year. This was the best weekly print in terms of shipments, I believe, since July of last year. So we're going in the right direction. And seasonally, you should see better corn shipments through the first quarter. I'm sorry, through the second quarter of the year. We should start to gain some momentum here. Despite that strong week of shipments, accumulated corn shipments for the current marketing year are down 38% versus the same period last year. Accumulated export sales are down 39% versus the same period last year. So e even though shipments picked up last week, um, we could still see USDA lower its export projection. They're calling for a year-over-year -year decline of only 22%. The U.S. has requested formal trade talks with Mexico regarding the GMO corn ban. So Mexico, we've talked about this at length, but there's some new stuff here. Mexico will allow the import of GMO corn for livestock feed and industrial use. So this problem, if you want to call it that, it's been solved for the vast majority of U.S. corn growers. The issue now revolves around corn for human consumption. Mexico is still planning a ban on GMOs there. U.S. Trade Rep. Catherine Tai said this week in a statement, Mexico's policies threaten to disrupt billions of dollars in agricultural trade, and they will stifle the innovation that is necessary to tackle the climate crisis and food security challenges if left unaddressed. We hope these consultations will be productive as we continue to work with Mexico to address these issues. Mexico uh, said that the U.S. is seeking a solution in a cooperative way, so I guess Mexico not uh, totally combative here. One representative from the U.S. Trade Rep's office told reporters this, the core resolution that we're seeking is a is transparent and predictable access to the Mexican market to be able to continue to export the types of products that we have exported for decades and that Mexico recognizes the safety of these products. Uh, Mexico is a great trade partner, guys. Uh, Mexico is is super like steady, Eddie, when it comes to corn purchases, and we need them to stick around. And it looks like they will, um, in, at least in regard to, to corn for livestock and uh, uh, industrial use, and that's the vast majority of it. Ukraine and its allies have started talks regarding the Black Sea grain deal. However, Russia was not part of the talks, and uh, these talks were held online and not in person. So I envision uh, some sort of Zoom meeting where they're trying to uh, figure out how to convince Russia to sign off on an extension here. But in any case, um, Russia is going to need to sign off on this thing in order for Ukrainian grain shipments to continue. I believe 
Russia has been highly critical of Western sanctions and is seeking relief there. This current deal expires on March 18th. I believe Ukraine is seeking an extension of at least one year. We did have a couple of flash sales reported yesterday. These were corn sales. Um, this is a good a good thing, um, not a huge amount. 11 million bushels in total. There were 4 million bushels to Japan and 7 million to unknown destinations for the current marketing year. So we would like to see more of that. The cattle market continues to act really well, traded higher yesterday, one of the strongest commodities that I watch on the board. In the uh, outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars up a little bit. Stocks are marginally higher. The S&P's up seven points. Dow Jones up 20. Gold and silver off a little bit. Crude oil is down 37 cents in the April WTI at 80.09. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you Wednesday.